Episode 53 of the Podical Sons podcast. And then I have a surprise for you all. I have a surprise for your eyes and um, something nice for your advice. On this podcast, it's the same stuff as last season. This is the second episode of season two. I am Mr. Spread Love, and I am so happy um, to be joined by my brother the brother brandon on instagram twitter and DraftKings new episode of gojo yeah and like terrible transition <laughs> into the last conversation but yeah gojo um brandon how, how have you been doing what has been going on with that uh with work Oh, is that what it is? It's not My, a passion. It's huh? not a calling. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely a, a passion. Okay, come on. Yeah, now. definitely a passion. But I'm, that's why I I work in my passion. A lot of you do as well. Yeah, because so it's still, but it's still yeah. work. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is still work. Yeah, it is still work. And I was, I was like, yeah. I was like, you're talking about the thing that. I do to get a paycheck that feeds me and contributes to my my overall family living. Yeah, that that yeah, that work. <laughs> it is work. It is work, and yeah. it don't even matter if it is a passion. Like you're lucky if not. you're lucky enough, you not. get to do work in Man, your passion. Did you ever watch Euphoria? No. Okay, one of the actresses on there was complaining recently in the news that she can't take like long extended like six month plus breaks off because it's too expensive living in LA and she needs to continue to work. And a lot of people are like, oh wow, LA prices are really expensive even for actors. And then I'm over here like, like no, she's that's her job is acting. So oh. like, like most most jobs you can't take six month hiatuses off yeah. and do whatever you want. Yeah. So like she has a job like everybody else does. Yeah. And her job is acting. And you know what that's like. Yeah, so like definitely, she definitely, just did definitely. that for like three months at a time, and then and the I show can came only out. imagine like acting is twenty five percent of what I do. So like, like you know, in the grant, not even twenty five percent, but like if I could break the percentages down of all the hats that I wear, you know, what I mean, acting is maybe like that twenty percent hat, and I couldn't imagine somebody eating just off of that. Like I would have to be. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about podcasting, right? Mm -hmm. Like. I am, it is a, a calling of mine and it's a passion of mine, mm. but it's to the point now where I podcast five days a week because I have to do that for my job. Yeah. Look, and that's in our episodes where we record basically at night, so it's, it's every, everything's pushed back. So it's like Sunday. Gojo, y'all record Yeah, tomorrow. Night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, so yeah, so you podcast every day then. Yeah. So then it's a little bit different. Like the thing that was hardest about doing Podical Sons was getting the podcast edited. And yeah. up. like we would record and I'd yeah. be like, cool. And then it's like, okay, now I got to go in there, listen to my voice, get the thing turned around, mm -hmm. edit it. And it was so, so hard for me because it was like 
the hardest part of the gig for me. Like, yeah. it, like I it's said, hard. like do what you think, you do what you want to do for free. Yeah. I would podcast for free because I love it so much. But the editing part is yeah. very difficult, and that's why it has to be high stakes. Like they have to pay me money and right. and do all the different like right. things because it's a job. Right. And you know, I've always been Mister like just post it, Brandon. Like don't edit anything. You know what I mean? Like oh it, yeah, it's terrible. And yours was great. The, the episode yeah. you did with Nick was. Was really good. That was. I don't want to say it was like just throw it up. I don't know how you edited it. Did I you edit it? No, I just. I was added, there was I, there theme music on the on the top? I of add, it? No, I added the track. Like I put the track the the theme music. The whole there. track. Not the whole track. No, yeah, I, don't I edited remember it, it being down. like that. Yeah, Look. no, I edited it down. But I, I mean, I know how to do the small edits like that. But like increasing voices and left and right recording Man. the and t like i don't know how to do all of that we i put the mic in between us where i thought it was pick up both of our voices i angled our chair so it kind of met the receiver a little bit but we just sat there and talked so thank you though i appreciate that i loved i loved hearing the the screen door at the beginning like getting settled like i i i feel like i am a uh like most things, like I don't know when I get into it, I guess this is true of a lot of people that just went to like traditional four year institutions. Uh -huh. They like basically scholarize every like passion or hobby yeah, that yeah, they're yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, so much so Break that like down. you get to the point where you you don't even know how to properly gorilla mm -hmm. and then there's mm -hmm. no content that goes out. Ooh, like that's on. that's where I'm at. I feel like I'm crippled by not doing so i've been trying to push myself to like just just throw it out and create and sorry yeah. guys this is like a industry level talk but uh we're talking about our podcast and uh i met somebody at the barbershop today and i put it on our podcast not today yesterday and it's somebody who little dude does his podcast mainly on youtube mm -hmm. he has like a thousand plus subscribers he nice. said he got it from doing instagram ads and stuff like that and i was like we should have you on to just talk about starting a podcast and we should be trying to be more purposeful, I would say, right now while we're doing this to kind of connect the dots for a lot of people from Louisville doing the podcast. Because yeah. I don't even know. I th are, are Vern and Steve not? They, they, no, I don't think. They're taking a break. New Poplos are uh, taking a break? Yeah. Uh -huh. So that's what I'm saying. We just got to try to connect the dots with podcasting while we, while we can. He was talking about how he's never done a podcast in person with anybody. He, he's done, like, I mean, he's like done Twitch, at least. Like a Twitch streamer. Like he's been, but he's done like at least like ninety episodes since since the uh, since the pandemic started. Well, I'll tell you this: all Zoom. He's probably all doing it. His oh, that's good. I mean, like, and it, again, you said the guerrilla tactics of your passion. So getting back to the like unrefined. See, I think you went to school. Um, my mentor in visual arts, he was like, you know, he said never take a class. He said you don't ever need to take a class in art. Just create. Just the art. He said the rough edges, the imperfections of your art, the like little small things that somebody in a class would have been like, you know, oh, you should have made the curve this way or the head should be like this. He said, fuck all of that. He said, like, he said, your personality yeah, okay. is in the mistakes. The, I, I agree with that to an extent because I think I take that level when it comes to my commentary. Like, I'm not prepared for our like sports takes. I'm coming off the top and like, that's wild compared to the world that Mike is coming from mm -hmm, in the ESPN. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like I seem like I'm so green when it comes to that, but yeah. it's just me being me. Right, right. But when it comes to the perfection of things, like keep the, like certain mediums, I think demand it, like in the sense of podcasting and dealing with audio, like mm -hmm. you look at some very popular podcasts and the majority 
of the comments on some of them, like, fix the audio, mm, like, get the thing on. Interesting. And, like, for me, okay. I feel like the only reason I can even do this at a high level and, like, get paid for it the way I do is because I was taught scholarly how to do this at one point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just know. But but to prove what your mentor saying is, everything that I've known for the last seven years mm. editing, using software and stuff like that, has been stuff I've, like, every new thing is just looking up stuff on YouTube. Come on. Because YouTube does teach you a lot, like, whatever. Like Your curiosity teaches you a lot. Like, if you're allowed to just let your curiosity go, the things you'll learn is crazy. Like and problem um, solve. Like like my 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 head is a is a web window, and I open tabs all the time. Like if I have time to myself, I sit at my web browser in my head, and the stuff I think about, I just go crazy. Like I'm looking it up, and it leads to something else, and it leads to another thing, and then I'm watching like a documentary. So like last time I was talking about um, or no, not last time. Like last night, I think I went on a wormhole. I think I was on TikTok, and they said the name of some famous boxer. Damn it. What was the name? Last night. Jack Johnson? No, it wasn't Jack Johnson. But let's do Jack Johnson, for example. I will watch it. It says famous boxer, um, first black boxer, first world heavyweight champion um, of the world. Uh, reiterated that, I guess. Um, black Jack Johnson. Black right. Jack Johnson. I don't know if that was his name, but that was his name. Black Jack Johnson, N Y C R O C K I N G. Okay. First come the moon, Earth stars the planet. Before it's all done, y'all gonna all understand Who's this? it. Uh, most deaf. A new I, I would say I've seen a lot of posters of Jack Johnson. Mm -hmm. Like I've never seen black on it. Maybe I thought maybe it's most deaf being. Cr Are, you're colorful. talking about the black, tall, bald boxer from the 19 like. 20s like yeah the first that, the first african-american you already said it uh, first heavyweight first african-american heavyweight champion brandon it was automatic that your nickname had black in it in that day automatic okay so the fact they call him black jack johnson you know what i mean it's like and then black jack remembers what the cops used to use to knock people out that those those little yeah um, i'm just telling you like factually jackually i've seen the posters and it, there was not one of his that wasn't the moniker that i saw what you see? What you? Where did you see? It was Jack Johnson, huh? Well, anyway, like in like history books and and the internet and documentaries and like how does anyone consume their you, you, history? Did you know that a blackjack was the club police officers used to use to knock people out? Like it was a it was a little. Have you ever seen a blackjack? Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah, what do you mean? Yes, I have. What do you? What do you yes, I have. You know that there is it's like lead, it's like lead plates. I did not know how it was created. It was it's like lead I know plates what it looks with a, like with like a leather tie around it. I, like I, now you're getting into something I do know. Like okay. I said, I leather tie like. around it, and it's like just little handheld. I guess I'm doing this for the viewers. I, I, I don't mean to insult your intelligence or think that you don't know what a black. I don't think I don't think it's insulting to not okay. know what that is. Okay, um, but anyway, they used to use it to listeners. They used to use it to club. Um, people and knock them out literally like just this <laughs> lead piece <laughs> you might as well have like a lead pipe like there's all types of different things you could have used um and then they called it a blackjack which off top got to be racist right like like why is it black oh well the leather is black 
but you know it's because they used to jack blacks. You know what I'm saying? They used to jack up blacks. Yes. Black, you, maybe it would make more sense to call them black jackers. Black jackers. Ooh. So speaking of boxers, great boxers, Mike Tyson, you, first of all, you know he said that he doesn't believe he could beat Muhammad Ali. I think that's out, out no, of respect thing. That. What do you think, real quick? Just What? Who who win in a fight, 20 years old, Ali, 20-year-old Tyson? The, the game is so silly. This game? Like the question? Yeah. What's your answer? I mean, I, I, I it would it be it's very hard for me to wrap Sound, my sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, yeah, 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 I say I, governor I, of California. It's very hard to try to compare <laughs> two athletes from two completely different eras. I mean, different weedies, different skills, different workouts, different techniques. It is not hard if you just take the time and you compare the two. Compare the two. That's what I'm saying. How are we compared to when, like... I don't want to get into the compared to. It's just a knee-jerk, like, which one do you think? Real quick. Just go. Uh, like, I literally wasn't trying to spend a lot of time on I don't this. know. It's like, it's like the two things are... Their their strengths are the each other's Okay, weaknesses. stop, Brandon. If you can't just say... It's not. It's, I, what, Mike Tyson has, is a power hitter, and, and, and Muhammad Ali is a Who defender. Who is winning is Defensive. the question. Who is winning is the know. question. Okay. And the answer is, I don't know. That's all you had to say. But um, Tyson was recently interviewed, and he was talking about... Um, uh, 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 see, you made me lose my goddamn train of thought. Um, fuck. Oh, here we go. Oh, I guess this has nothing to do with the Tyson thing. It goes into one of my questions, another question that I have for you. Um, I'm really mad. I had a whole thing about Tyson and fighting segue thing that I, I mean, I'll say this if Mike, if Mike Tyson thinks that. He couldn't beat Muhammad Ali, then I agree with him. Oh, it was like supposed to be a super quick trope, but um, or a super quick just question. But the more detailed question that I wanted you to go into, because I think that it would be a lot more worthwhile. Um, I was on TikTok and I saw a question: If you had to pick an animal to fight, but it had to be relatively your size, what animal would you pick? I often go, I often go with a bear, because I'm because a lot of the animals that are like technically my size aren't my size if I'm dealing with an adult version of it, but like an adult American black bear in California is probably like technically my size and weight. Probably a little bigger, Brandon. What? It's a bear. No, nah, black bears are small. Like they're not that small. Like like black bears are. Yeah. No. No. Yes, black bears are like around my size. And we, we have gotta, a, we, we got to look Google, it up here. We got right here. Look, how big are black bears? Go ahead, Brandon's uh, got a new. How one. big are black bears? On average, we'll do on average, because because you in talk Michigan, about Michigan when born, when they are born in Florida at the age in Pennsylvania. What are you saying? The the search average. Yeah, I was saying this. The different size. A hundred. No, the mass is 100 to 600 pounds. How big is a normal black bear? That's the male. And the female, 90 to 80 pounds. So first and foremost, 
you either taking a little male or a big female, and it says 44 foot in length. But this is a bear that's your height, so it's a six foot one bear. So I have to do a brown bear. No, why are you picking? Why are you picking bears, Brandon? It, that's it, it's just my any animal. You have to fight it. Why would you pick a bear to automatically fight? There are so many weaker animals. Like, like I don't want to fight that I can win easily. You want to pick a challenging. Animal I mean, if I'm fight. fighting, what, why am I fighting if it if I know I can win? Survival. You you think that you could take on a black bear? No, that's a, why I would, I would pick. I would side. pick something that is more like higher stakes, so I can like tap into actual survival like tap into my strength thing because if it's somebody if it's like a you know like sometimes like uh sports teams play down to their competition like i don't want to be in that situation where like i'm fighting an ostrich just because it's my size but i know i could like you know end up you think you could beat an ostrich your size yes absolutely this huge thing with like powerful legs. Look up how much ostrich weighs. Ostrich okay. get up to two hundred and twenty pounds. Okay, that that that's not even getting but up it, to where how much I weigh right now. I weigh I weigh three thirteen. That's worse, Brandon. If it's a if it weighs more, and then it, it, the talons it can kick you and rip your bowels open, disembowel you I'm, with one kick. I'm talking about fighting a bear, Lance. I'm not worried about an ostrich. It has everything you just said, the bear has in, in thrice fold. You want to win the fight. You're not going to win either of those fights. You you have a very people ride ostriches, Brandon. They're not small, bro. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to pick something. Lance, I'm not small. You said pick something an animal my size. But it ain't uh, most like, people you would pick, pick a, a you weak pick animal. A, Why Snake, would they? A python with a quickness. A six foot python. A python. A six foot python. A six foot python is two hundred pounds. Easy. I'm I'm wrecking that motherfucker. That motherfucker is dead. That motherfucker is dead. Like. Go ahead and bite my arm, little guy. I would think that you're not taking into consideration the level of difficulty that you're asking for with a, a, a python. I want to survive the fight, Brandon. I don't want a level of difficulty. Then why I are want you the picking lowest a python? level as possible. That's like they have one move. Like pythons are fast one time. They have striking, one move and, and that, one muscle, not. and it's their entire body. So. Okay. That they got to coil and they got to take time. Right, listen, Lance. And they got to bite not, and they got to strangle Lance, and suffocate. Like Lance, I, I got at least. Something. Hold on, wait. I got at least. I got at least like eight minutes before it like kills me. Do you understand? Like from bite to wrap around and constrict. That's I got not, like eight minutes. That's not true. And it's only six foot. Six foot around wrapped around they, me is literally maybe the top of my chest. They've cut out. They've cut out men out of. Stomachs. Of They've animals. cut very short women and children. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you're not dying. Very short women and children. I'm not, say, I'm not saying. I'm saying you're not dying easily. I'm saying that they've been. There I'm going to kill it. What are you talking about? I'm, I won that fight easily. That's nothing. Like, don't let there be sticks around. Can or, I say? Can I say the thing I was trying to say? What? At no point in time in this conversation was I did I want to debate that you were going to be able to beat whatever animal that you put in front of me you knew i was going to be able to beat it because no i was just i assumed because you said you were criticizing me picking a strong animal that you too would pick that you would pick a weak animal but you did not you understand that like it it seems crazy you to me that you're telling me that i'm crazy for choosing something that could potentially kill me when you're choosing something that could potentially kill you a six foot python brandon have you have you seen a snake have you like touched the snake? Have you dealt with? Yes. Have you seen snakes move? 
Yes. So, like, even on the hottest day where this motherfucker is charged up, this 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 reptilian uh, solar panel. But a six panel, foot python couldn't even eat you. I mean, it could kill me though, right? No. Now that I think about it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Like, I told you, I'm, I'm beating my animal. I'm going to pick my animal, and I'm going to survive because it's going to be a, a walk Me in the too, park. Though. You're not going to survive a bear fight with a six foot one bear, Brandon. A three hundred pound. You're, I mean, a two hundred and fifty pound. Do you uh, uh, okay? Bear? Okay, okay. Quick question. Would you like me to give you a bear hug right now? I, Brandon. I'm asking. I'm not a six foot, 250 pound bear. I'm saying, do you want to feel, do you want to feel? I don't want to feel you squeeze Why not? Because you're bigger than me. <laughs> because, but, but it would, it would probably be No, you're painful. bigger than me. It would be painful. You're bigger than me. But it would be painful. That's you're, why you want to do it. No, I'm saying you're bigger than me, right? We're I not know, talking about to, a bear that's my, my size where you could bear hug him and hurt him. We're talking about a bear yours. What bear hug your goddamn self? I'm not talking. What does that look like? No, I'm not going to bear hug a a bear while I'm fighting them. I'm just trying to let you know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I was just giving you a bear. What's your game plan for beating a bear? Quite honestly? Yeah. Break its jaw. So I don't have to worry about about eating anything. Because once, because once we once we get the once we get the jowls out once we get the jowls out of the way, the I think I think why are you I saying jowls? Because that's what I'm talking about. No, who who you who you been around to say jowls? It's jaws. I've not been around anybody. You 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 literally have never called jaws j- jowls, and you just called. I'm saying I would never. Twice. I'm just I'm telling you right now, jowls. I'm talking about jowls. Brandon, stop playing with me. Why I'm are not you playing fucking, with you? I'm not playing with you. Why are you trolling me? How how am I trolling by calling by calling jowls jowls? See, you had to think about it too. Keep going. I'm not. Go ahead. Are we, are we ahead. talking about jowls? Is is that not a word? Am I messing that up? Jowls. I wish y'all could see my face right now. It's oh, it's J O W. It's the serious. It's J O W. I had. I thought it was A. Oh, the jowls. The, that is a thing. But you need to make that distinction, of course. If we're talking about jaws, actually, jowls is not even. It's I can't even break break it. But it's it's. It's, this, it's used to describe the sagging skin below your chin or jawline. So J O W L S. Yes. I didn't know jowls was a word, but when we're talking about jaws, and then you switch to jowls immediately, I'm you saying need to make a distinction. I'm saying I'm too. grabbing the jowls, the the okay. hanging skin okay. of that, <laughs> yes, of that yes, bear. Yes, yes. I'm trying to, <laughs> and I'm trying to, I'm trying to use my strength. Like I'm trying to sacrifice my fingers. To try to rip that bear's jaw open, and you're I think sacrificing that's the harder. so many other vital parts of yourself that the bear can get to. So the bear is going to use all of its claws, which are long, sharp, and destructive. He's going to swing. So while you over here messing with his mouth, he's going to be scratching and tearing your kidneys, your ribs, all that shit up. He's going to be scratching you in the balls and down the front of the no, stomach. I, I would. What are I you would, talking? Have you seen bears fight? Look at bears fighting right now. I know. I've seen. Have I've you seen, seen the bears. bears? Yes. No, you've seen the video I'm talking about where the motherfuckers was in the woods and the one bear was using the tree as a defense because the other bear was fucking it up so bears, bad. Bears fighting. Yeah. Bear's fight. No, Brandon, this is a specific video of some uncaged, like, wild 
I've never seen Bears fight like this. Like it's it, it was brutal. It was like serious. Like, Do we get to the point where you tell me which animal you would choose for me? I choose for you. I'm not. The question was, what would you choose for yourself? Because that's where the the personality of the question comes out. Because like your personality, like I probably right? you're right. I probably you should have. I probably should have. Like I probably should pick gorilla because I I probably fare better against a gorilla than a bear. You're right. That's that's childish of me. Y'all, I grew up with Brandon in one household, and oftentimes he would say ridiculous things like this. And what he is doing, it's become his brand. So now he says ridiculous take. This is how I think. It's brand on. He thinks he thinks that way, but he doesn't. He does it to. I'm surprised that of all people. Go against the grain. I'm surprised of all people who know me, the person who's known me the longest, thinks it's a bit. That's no, how like I that's how like that's how crazy a bit. that's how crazy it is. No, I, people people constantly tell me that like I think weird or like it's not that's not how normal people would think. And I'm just like, okay, like I really don't. I mean, I don't know. I can't jump in your brain. You like that though? Right? I don't like, like it. You no, like the I difference? Like, like no. yes, I am unique. I no, I, I, I don't think the box. I don't think to be unique. I think because whatever pops in my head first. In a bear. Is the first thing that pops in your head about what you would choose for a battle of survival. Somebody's going to die. Something's going to die. You're in a room, and it's just you and the bear, and they're literally not going to open the doors until one of you are dead. Like that, like sounds like the perfect scenario to like tap into your your best self. Like I, I maybe I'm like warped by Dragon Ball Z, but I my my complex my my mindset is. You will not be able to. You can't. You can't accomplish anything unless it's. Like, like you got to go to get somewhere. You got to get going to get somewhere, right? So, to to get my best self, I would imagine I would need something that was like literally life or death. Because otherwise, how would I know? And I also think that minus the minus the claws. I would imagine a bear attack from a, a bear, a black bear, is probably equivalent of like getting jumped into a gang at the end of the day. But like you, you need to go to the hospital, but like you'll be all right in a couple months. But the psychology of the question, Brandon, is uh, how you like take on or address problems in your life, and while you invite the hardest problems so that you can have the strongest testimony if you survive the shit others choose to make it an easy transition like okay i know it's going to be a struggle but i know i can easily win this battle and that's where the like personality of the question comes brandon mm. so like you who's a personality when i don't even know like you you seeking a strong opponent it's meritable, like it's it's it, you know it's like it's brave. It's very like if, if you were in the it's cultures, not, it's not. if you were in the cultures that you know, oh who's gonna fight? Brandon's gonna fight the bear. Watch, like if Goliath I came, look, like okay. when Goliath came out, they was like, who's gonna fight this thing? I ain't fighting Goliath. Oh, I you see what he did did to that lion? He just snapped that lion in two. Do it, Brandon. Brandon loves doing that shit. He done killed three lions already. Oh my gosh, that'd be. Whew. Anyways, listen. I, I hear you and I feel you, but 
there's something to it, and I, I didn't have the words for it until I was watching this. Uh, I was watching a Derek Jeter documentary recently, and I don't know. It's called The Captain. I don't know why. Anyways, his <laughs> parents, I guess, were, were, you know, military people, both of them. So mm-hmm. this kind of goes along with that. But they were saying that the daughter was uh, his – Derek Jeter's sister was saying this, and she said, our parents taught us to work hard for anything that we want in life. And for the things that come easy, we should be skeptical of, at the, and at the very least, not cherish. Mm. Like the things that come your way that are like you think is a big blessing, but it came easily. Like be skeptical of the thing, because only things of merit come with hard work, like struggle, the struggle of it. Mm. So with that, in that regard, like if I'm put in a situation where I have to fight for my life against the animal, I would want a new lease on life at the end of that fight. And I think that it would only come from having a worthwhile opponent, which is probably an American black bear. No, you're insane. You're insane. That thing will rip you to shreds instantly. Instantly. You have little faith. Ain't no little faith. You don't have claws. It, it comes built with weapons. It comes built with weapons. You don't have claws. It, it, it comes. It comes do, built with weapons. Do you weapons not know no weapon formed like against Blupper. me shall f- prosper? No weapon like that means a bear's claws as well. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Zero. I think that's. I think that's what. Um, what's his name said before they shot him? Oh, you said shot him. I was gonna say Steve Irwin before the stingray. Anybody who ever died. And said, "No, wept Jesus." Oh uh, like, well, Biggie probably said that before he went to L.A. Jesus was and like, he never, he never went back. Hey, y'all, no weapon. My dad said, "No weapon formed against me shall." Pro- ah! And then what happened? They nailed that nigga to wood. No, your your timeline's a little wonky, but he came back because no weapon. Formed against him shall prosper. That's what's up. He came back. It's called a resurrection. We celebrated via Easter. I, don't I, can't, know if you wait, I can't wait. I can't wait till uh till Steve Irwin comes back. What um Steve Irwin. Oh my gosh. His kids are taking up his 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 uh his mantle actually. Uh-huh. Um oh we're going to see Kendrick Lamar. I know. Very yeah. jealous. But it's very cool. Very awesome. Right. Who are you going with? Um, Lati them. So you, Latoya. Have you ever been to a Kendrick Lamar concert? I have not. Or I'm, like, I'm or not like a, a big top concert. A top top TDE. A top dog top, entertainment. No, no. I was saying top like top dog entertainment. No, I was saying like top like top five rapper concert. <laughs> Why was it skipping? Top top top. I was thinking. I was thinking top ten, top most relevant. Like I was trying to find a a, a moniker for him to uh, to illustrate the magnitude and the amount of people, but also like like this. Like some people have gone to like Eminem concerts after he's put out big album, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's it's like you wouldn't say, "Have you ever been to a real concert?" And it's then, not a real. I think all of them are. No, all of them are real concerts, but yeah, it's like. But not, but not everyone's but a Beyonce concert. Five, right, that's what I'm saying. You say it's yeah. a top five entertainer. You're like, that's that, that's valid enough to say, no, no, a real, Man. a real concert. Like, for example, when uh, 
Kendrick Lamar played in Staples in like 2017. Uh, Little Baby Drum, now Shelly, uh, opened for him at the time. Did you say a word or a person? Little Baby Drum, Shelly? Little Baby Drum? Little Baby Dram? That's a person? That's you like know? a rapper you just said? In the last He's not name a rapper. Shelly? He's not really. He changed his name to Shelly, a.k.a. I think A.K. Shelly. He's a, he's a, I if, think you're cute. I think you're cute. Keep going up. I'm not huh? recognizing. Uh, what about Broccoli? Okay. Cash Machine? No, hold on. Broccoli is the one with Lil Yachty. Yes. He did the beat? He's the rapper. The, Slash the Shelly dude is the rapper? He's now Shelly, yes. Now he's, he's leaning more back into his R&B side now. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's F A Shelly, F A K Shelly, something. Weird. Okay, but you said now he's leaning back, and why are we talking about him? I was saying that he, who is like a big artist, obviously nullified by you not knowing who he is <laughs> or any of his songs. But in 2017, I was thinking he's like a huge artist. Yeah. But, and he had put on many a concert. He's from and Virginia. There were good concerts. Huh? They were like top five concerts. No, I'm saying he, he. I'm saying he was a reputable artist at the time, and he was opening for Kendrick Lamar in 2017. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I'm trying to okay, say. Like gotcha, per, gotcha. At, at Staples Center. Yeah. This oh, at person, Staples Center. Yes. Nice. This okay, person was okay. opening for Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, who was always has always been top five. Apparently. That's what we're I'm saying. It's that 2017. That's there, what I'm saying. Yeah, now yeah. in 2022, yeah. to go to a Kendrick Lamar concert in Detroit, yeah. like that's like some legacy shit. Yeah. Don't tell Especially people. Especially Big going. Stepper. Somebody gonna, somebody gonna pull up on me. I I'm mean, playing. You this just, is gonna be posted. Oh, that's a yeah, yeah. What theater? Uh, Little Caesars. Oh, it's at the stadium. It's at the stadium. Damn, that's even bigger. Is it? Obviously, because they wouldn't do it at like the amphitheater or the Fox Theater. Yeah, hell yeah. What do you mean? I don't go to concerts, so this is probably this is probably the biggest one. I went to Erica Badu. I went to Lauren Hill. Where'd you go to, to Erica Badu? Uh, New York, Brooklyn. Oh, well, then that venue is not yeah, as big. Yeah. But intimate and good. Yeah, yeah. So intimate and good. I had on a Senegal shirt. This dude from Senegal put up on me. I was like, I ain't Senegalese. Now I got deaf, my nigga. And what do you, what, how did that all said, money for that. Money for that. Yeah, I spoke. I spoke. I spoke. Uh, um, he was good. He said that I spoke pretty well. I had just gotten back, so oh, okay. I, I, I was good to hold a decent conversation with the brother. No, that's funny though. What's up? That's, that's gonna be a big. That's gonna be a good uh, experience. I was gonna say memory moment. Uh, memory did moment. you hear? Did Corey tell you about mom? Did Corey Peters tell me about my mother? Yes. Did Corey Peters tell me about my mother? Yes. No, Corey Peters did not tell me about my mother. Why would Corey, Corey should have called me to tell me about my mother if he had information about my mother. I mean, I yeah, I talked to him about it. So anyway, so he, he, he was in. He called you and said, hey, Lance. Hey, Brandon, I'm just gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm okay, gonna, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I promise you I'm going to finish it. Uh, he was in Vegas with Jenna. They were going to a Silk Sonic concert on a Sunday. On Saturday, they were at dinner and realized that John Legend was playing at the Hard Rock Cafe, so they walked in line and bought tickets. And at the concert, while they were getting settled, our mother was screaming Corey's name for a minute to the point where, like, I woke up to all these text messages. This is in Vegas. And he text, I, saw, I had a text message from him said, is your mom in Vegas right now? And then a text later on that said, 
saw your mom in Vegas. Uh, me and Jenna gave her a hug. We just got done blowing down, so I hope we, hope we was good or whatever. And then I got a text from mom, text the group thread with Michelle and I, and said, I just saw Corey and his wife. I mean, she, it was a text, so she didn't say it like that. But that happened with Vegas, and I, I we talked that next morning. I think it was Saturday. It was last Friday night, I think. And I was like, uh, I was like, it's so funny that my mom's like so outside that you saw her at a John Legend concert. And I told my mom that how it happened. They got the tickets. She was like, them tickets was two two rows ahead of me. They got it in line. <laughs> they got that <laughs> night up. Like he's just like I think mom went out to Vegas for that concert. Oh my god. Yeah. So anyway, so Corey Corey saw mom recently. Where in the world is? Selena Star Newman. We try wanna, to lay out to. I don't want to give out her whole government. I'll be oh. worried about the information we let loose on this motherfucker. Think people are listening? Um, people Are you listening? Listen. People can listen. People will listen because they're going to go back in time and they're going to be like, what was Lance talking about? Uh, uh, speak art. I. I don't want to gloss over this because it is a pretty big deal. Who are who? All are you going? Are you? Are you don't want to? Okay. What you mean? I'm not going with anybody, Brandon. It's me and Latoya. We're going up there, and then um, we mink, we linking up with Sydney, Cameron, Evan, and Taylor. Oh, I thought all they were going to the concert with you. No, they're not going to the concert. Okay, Cameron's we, going we, to the concert with me. Okay, he got, well, he got the. That's he got something the, you could have mentioned. Our brother was going to the concert with you, but he's not going to be near me, so I don't even count that as going to the concert with me necessarily. He's going to be at the concert. He's going to be at the concert. Okay, and we'll, we'll probably talk about our experience. But he like said, me, the concourse. he said, "What row are you in?" And I sent him the row, or or you said, "What section?" Yeah, I sent him the section, and mine is like section this seat this, and then he sent me. Like M sixteen, and I was like, "What's the, what's the seat in the section?" He's like, "That that is the seat in the section." I was like, "Bro, where are you at? <laughs> where are you sitting at?" And you know, he's he's not as close to the Kendrick Lamar concert as I. So we're oh, not oh, you're be, closer. You're not. You're you're closer. Yes. To the action. Yes. Ooh, somebody has been to a concert before, Latoya. It's like no. Like, she picked a weird spot too. She picked where he picked. She picked M thirteen. Oh, you picked a nice one. Nice yeah, tickets. I was like, hey man, if we going, I want to be lower. Like, what is nah, going that's, on right that's, now? That's, that's now you showing you Selena son. Oh my god! Because if she, because she, yeah, yo, on. yeah, if she's gonna go out, she's gonna get the best, right? <laughs> that's why she mad. It was two rows. Because she done played this long. shit out. She played this shit out months ago. She looked at where she was gonna be. She fucking emailed the people sitting next to her. Oh, like man. she had this shit planned out, and then Corey just walk up in there. You, you shouldn't have told her. You should have told her she gonna she gonna call him she gonna call a travel agent and cuss him the fuck out. Ain't no surprise that uh, how dare Corey, you? Corey's bank account set up different than mom's. No, I'm saying I get that part, but at the same time, mom don't believe in bank accounts when but, it comes to like planning vacation. John, but John, I mean, John Legend, do you remember? I remember when John Legend first hit the scene. Ordinary people came out, and mom was like. He cannot sing. Like, this is not, like, the person is not singing. He's just talking on this song. And, like, it, like, <laughs> oh my God. it messed me up because I, that never left me. And then 
Because look how specific like, it is. I wanted I like I want to say you're wrong, Brandon. But but, but Lance, she, yeah. she messed up. She messed up. Take care, Drake's album. I was listening to it. We were transitioning like sometimes like she was helping me move or something, mm-hmm. and I had the album on and I played it. And she was like, "When is he gonna start rapping?" I said, like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "He's just kind of talking over the beat," yep. and I was like, "Oh my god, yep. that's what Drake does." Yep. <laughs> He be talking over the beat. And you said, like, what, what was the what was the uh, album? Uh, Take Care. Trying to find it like a bin alone. Trying to find it like a bin of bone. Then it found it beanie D. What's that? That's like Drake's cadence. Like it's, like you do the beat and I'll do the Why cadence. Why you ask me the, the album if you was going to do a generic ass shit? I was trying to figure out the song, but I could. Oh, I want the money. Money in the car. Because that whole song is like, that is not he's on just that talking. That's not on that album? That's not on the album, but it is a good example. That was, I think that was a mixtape before he even yeah. <laughs> made an money, album. Money in the but have you listened to, uh, have you listened to uh, Game's new album? No, I saw that there was a diss. I want to hear that. Oh, and then the 12 minute, the 12 minute Eminem diss called the Black Slim Shady, I believe it's called. Cool. Not worried about that. I also think that, um, I mean, M just put out an album, too, which is weird. Who? Eminem. Not just. I mean, like a month ago, two months ago. Oh, okay. A month ago, two months ago. That's but just anyways, on, but on this on this album, there's just an interlude from, it's called Drake with Braids, and it's Drake leaving a voicemail to game saying, like, it's, 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 it's funny, but it's just him saying that he can't do a feature right now because and all the reasons why and like things are crazy for him right now. And like it's just it's funny that he pulled up with a different type of bars for the for the album. You know what I mean? Like like Games Jesus Piece. Do you remember that album? No, it was really good. But but Kevin Hart was the comedian doing okay. all the through lines like okay. in church. Yeah, that's because they were like in setting. It was kind of set in church. Uh, Preach was on that one. Okay. No. Okay. You talk about stuff I don't know. But anyways, but anyways, I thought. Anyways, I uh, the game is a rap. Like you can't I'm, listen. Like seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm br- I brought it up by saying like you can't mention the game and think that he's not rapping. Like he's yeah. Like he's rapping. But with Drake, you could do that. Why do we always talk about him? Who Drake? You like him? How do you? How well, do he's you? Put, he's always putting on music. You insert him. He's putting on. He's always putting on music. I guess so. What do you mean? I guess so. You need to take a break. I think everybody needs to take a break. I haven't taken my break yet. Why do you think everybody needs to take a break? Cause man, I, we've been going. We we go. You know, Americans work the most hours of any developed country. You know that. I mean, that's not surprising. And that being said, it's like it's a constant. You know, rat race is a constant hustle and bustle. And people just don't operate like that. Like, And when you do operate like that, like you can say what you want to say about Drake and there are people who are going to be fans of him no matter what he puts out. But, you know, I stopped listening to Drake after maybe his second one. What was the second one? Take Care. Take Care. Easy. I don't even remember Take Care like that. So, like, I stopped listening to him after that. And it's like. It's probably one of his most, like, Commercially successful albums. And, you know, he fell off my radar, you know what I mean? Most people. Now, a new album that's out that you really should hit is... What do you say most people? Most people what? 
what you said you say you fell off your radar and you said most people and like most people fell off my fall off my radar like most people that are really good when they come out and you call them backpack rappers but there's substance in what they're saying you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and creativity and double entendre and just yeah. skill work work skill yeah. skill effort. um effort right 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 yeah. right 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 you see that in their freshman things or their you know breakout sophomore sophomore albums are very important i always say for rappers you need two two successful solo albums to be remembered for all time and always do do shows but and then everything else there is kind of gravy but like nelly or something like that but that's why i think that it's interesting of like that's why i just wanted to shout out game because he when he puts stuff out he's debatably he puts himself in like reminding everyone that he's at the very least a top 10 act it's not a legacy act Mm -hmm. he's like bringing up recent things like you know what i'm saying like he's Mm -hmm. like proving that yeah exactly that he's a good rapper rapper. but also that he's like online in a way that he's like bringing up beyonce taking out spaz out of her art or lyrics like he's like Mm -hmm. being he's he said they just gonna have to deal with it like jay-z's hair type shit like yeah like he's like trying to let you know he's not just rapping to rap he's trying to bring in the stuff and he always has a bunch of features from people that are hot at the time so anyways, I like, I like. Yeah. Fuck these rappers, man. What what have you, it's crazy that the stuff you get told that I don't get told because I don't have the conversations with family that you be having with and you don't be having the most. Bro, did you know Terrence died? Absolutely. Crazy and also saddening and also like, Rest in peace. And also, I was so embarrassed because I got him and Terrell mixed up. So I wrote like a post saying, rest in peace, Terrell. Oh, no. I, t- I texted TT and said, and she corrected me. And I saw I saw Terrell at, because I mean, I guess we always got it mixed up, but I saw Terrell at uh, Ducky's retirement party. Okay. So, like, that was, I mean, and I saw Tim, too, so we didn't see Ter- Terrence, our cousin. Uh, our our cousin T, uh, Tim Bree is a little brother, youngest youngest sibling, um, and he was missing for a while, and and uh, we recently found out he passed. And actually, while we were recording, his mom just texted us the funeral uh, information. Oh, good. Um, good. But yeah, no, it's it's, it's sad. We're dealing you know, with, we're dealing with a lot of a lot of death. My home my home girl, she just lost her auntie today, and it's like. The co- like the stuff that's going on, like I know we were talking, that's why I said boo, and I low-key wanted to transition away from entertainment, because I don't be keeping up with people. Like you talking about the game and everything else, like I literally, I, I don't listen to people's stuff. Title be showing me like suggested albums, but I'm so lo-fi hip-hop right now, and like bar-heavy reggae or instrumental slash like bands that don't say many words, they just make music, horns and instrumentation. Like it's like jazz. the opposite of the spectrum. Either no words or bar heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause like the, like that Chameleonaire, Toby, and who else is on that? Royce the Five Nine. They put out a they put out a song recently. It's Royce, um, uh, Black Thought, and no. No, that's that's on the album a while back. Uh, this is a Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire. Anyway, Toby brought Chameleonaire back. Well, awesome. But what I'm saying, I don't think he brought him back. I think. Well, anyway, um, because Chameleonaire has been where he's at. 
Um, but okay. there's a um, like shit. Oh, a realness. You're lo-fi right now. A uh, real a realness. Like um, I'm not on like what I'm consuming right now. I'm not even watching the, the news much, right? Like I've been watching movies. I've been watching movies. You have you seen Prey? From on on uh, Hulu, no, but I'm not into all the the Predator movies. You don't like none of the Predator movies, or Alien versus Predator, like that whole. Nope. Oh my goodness, Brandon, that's low key Marvel. Like the way they've worked Cannon. in the the other movies. Canon, canon, yeah. Is is that what it's called? Canon. Uh, if the like a a through line of a, yeah a through yeah. line of uh like thought. A, yeah, like a collection of films. Yeah, it's that's yeah. that's that's really what's been going on, bro. And it's like I heard I heard a lot of th- great things about oh, Prey. They said it was inventive, very one good. of the best of the of easily the series, easily one of the best. Suspenseful, very suspenseful. Great summer movie. Good, 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 good. Um, accurate, historical. So you know, well, you don't know, but when Predator movies come out, they're always based in a time period because it is these predators continue to come to Earth. Um, they just literally pick a time period and they come through Earth and they're like Earth was a war planet where they would have to fight as many. There was all these Earthlings? animals. No, not Earthlings because they, they've been coming for years, like dinosaur years. Like they've been killing, coming and fighting the animals or predators on this, on the on the planet. For what? Um, uh, it's their kumite or they're, they're like boy, they're proof of manhood like you know how you go to the woods and you got to kill oh, something like, to like, bring it back like being in jail and, and getting a fight with the biggest no brandon it's like a rite of passage for these aliens to come kill earth things no to come battle um earth stuff yes or, or things that attack it's a rite of passage for their their play their they go their so race they, so they their come to race, earth come fight to earth. earth things that's like a bar mitzvah and they get to go back home <coughs> earth things and aliens so they used to like they they would you fight s- you said it was a battle it was a battle planet so you mean like like two different like this is like we linking up where you want me at earth 03 b12 me to eight o'clock like that more like we found these aliens that are super aggressive and put up a really fight they're black bears. It's a race of Brandons, and you go get black bears. Mm-hmm. You put them in. You, you uh, put them on Earth, or like in a controlled area. Put them on Earth, and create more of them. And kill them. And for then sport? you go on battle. You go on sport, killing all of them. And when you can't kill all of them, you got to let off this big bomb to just destroy everything in a fucking fifty mile radius. So what's the point of the thing? I mean, if you—that's if you lose. So um, wow. most and this is consistent with lose. all the the Predator movies. Yes, but in this one, they don't use the aliens. So like the aliens were used in ancient Egypt and the Mayan civilization. They this uh, prey, the most recent one, is based in um, post-colonial America. So a Native American. It's based around a Native American story. It's like not much English. It's English, but it's not much English. Once they established that Comanche, the uh, that group of in, of Native American, they then go to English. But it's beautiful. They throw in the French. They like have the little historical context, and the lead is a woman 
which is just great. And she ends up winning at the end, which is also great. Like, she's killing the predator. Oh, so, yeah, she's the, uh, who who killed the predator in the first movie? What's her name, Jamie Lee Curtis? That was Alien. That was Alien? Yes. It's, what is the difference? Um, Alien is its own set of movies that ties into Predator. Predator is its own set of movies that ties into Aliens. So they're not even connected. It's like the Godzilla series. Yes. Godzilla King Kong. Yes, only they did it before. Like, they got hip to it a long time ago. Who? The creators of Alien and Predator. Like, I don't know if they had dinner with each other. It was like, hey, you know, we got this. Like, our worlds kind of collide. Yeah, yeah. We should make our worlds. Coexist. Like, our universes, our multiverses. Like, like have you seen any of that? Because, uh, like, Prometheus is also a part of that. I knew that. I've okay. seen that. And I That's was, like the prequel to. Yeah, I didn't like yeah, that. I loved it. Prometheus? I loved Prometheus. All three hours of it. They can't even. I was gonna say that there's no way that has the much much action as the rest of these movies. Did you watch all of it? Prometheus, yeah. yeah. What do you mean doesn't have as much action? No, it doesn't have as much action at all. But yeah, it's like that's what, uh, that's it's why I'm, I'm wondering why you would. It's mind bending. I don't always need action. I need like thought provoking ideas. The idea that humanity was created by these like big ass humanoids that already existed, but went extinct because somebody used their like nuclear device mm. on them. See, I don't I, my I, I get yeah. my my version of liking to that type of stuff is like like have you seen Arrival? Arrival? Yeah. No. You haven't seen Arrival? It sounds like some Christian movie. It does. But no, it's uh it's uh, with it doesn't matter who's with Lawrence Fishburne and uh I can't. I, I, never I mean, it does her. matter. I, I like Lawrence. Uh, and the uh, what is it's she's. It's crazy. His his daughter. She tried, but she didn't do well. I like saw one video. She tried what? Porn. Okay. You know Montana Fishburn? Uh, huh? You know Montana Fishburn? No, porn? I know. I heard that his his daughter did porn. That's about it. Okay. But um, but it's like about aliens. It's not a bad video, man. She she did pretty good. Arrivals about aliens, mm-hmm. and basically they speak in a specific language. And one person who's like this, the top linguistist of the of you know America, uh-huh. like comes and tries to help re, like tries to yes. get the oh, language. I have seen Arrival. Like try to translate. Yeah, and saying. then you found out they end up breaking the code. Yeah, right? but the code is that the whole movie was the code. Yeah, ain't like, there an M. Night Shyamalan Lamalan? No. Okay. But I thought it was well done. Well, that, that's the type of stuff that I say I like. But, but some of the M. Night Shyamalans actually mess with, like Lady in the Water, I thought was, was fine. I did not watch Lady in the Water, but I did like The Fog. I think that was the M. Night Shyamalan You're talking about The Mist. The Mist. The Mist. The Mist was hard. The Mist was hard. It was and good I acting. Know, I don't know if it that was, was M. Night Shyamalan. It was good acting. Terrible CGI. You know, I wouldn't say. Super I don't know if that was bad at that point. Yeah, in time. yeah, at that point. Like in time, looking back like, at stuff, Super Troopers was bad CGI. Oh yeah, but that nah, still that still hit 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 like a mug. First time yeah. you saw some booty boobies. Oh my god! I don't think, Tell I me think why Lance. You know that magazine that I was featured in? It was called The Voice. It's the last magazine. Um, yes. The Voice Tribune in Louisville. They've been, you know, kicking for quite some time. I'm talking multiple decades. Um, and I was featured in their very last issue, um, which was really cool. They took yeah, pictures yeah, and everything else. Um, so I'm showing Lance, I'm showing Bundy. I'm what like, are you in the daddy? issue? 
Huh? What is the issue about? I don't know. Okay. Voice. The voice. I'm saying, what is your issue about? You don't know. Oh, what your my issue. issue. Yeah. Like, it's just a feature, a basic, like, who is this dude? Nice. Who, who is who is Mr. Spread Love? So nice. it's cool. Memorialized in that last issue. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. It is nice. Um, but they also have, like, <laughs> so the next page, like, right after mine, which I don't know if it's a microaggression, but it is what it is, is, like, African sculptures, like, with breasts and, like, it's, like, uh, a really heavy, naked, like, statue, right? So I'm showing Lance my article, and he's flipping, and he's flipping. And I don't even think about it. And then he flips to the um, to the African statue with the breasts, and, like, there's a house sculpture that's also a pair of titties. And he's like, he says, what's that? And he puts his finger on, like, on the nipple, on the, the, t- the breast. I said, what you think it is, son? And he says, it's a woman? I said, yeah. He said, I like women. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you like women? He said, yeah. I was like, all right, all right. You know, I don't know what to say after yeah, that. I don't want to be like, you know. Right, I just, I noted. I said, now, noted. Yeah, noted. now that's on the date. I now remember you on the said this, son. Yes, yes. We'll see what puberty do to yeah, that. Yeah, ass. exactly. If, um, you ever, if you ever change your mind, yeah. it's like when it says, like when my mom, like whenever I mix things together when I eat, she's like, you used to never let your food touch. It's like later on in life, it's like, Come on. one more time you said I love women. <laughs> Back in the day, you used to I love was, them. I was five, daddy. Come the fuck out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but right. no, um, right. but I was like, I, so I didn't say nothing. And then he said, "Mommy's a woman." I said, "Yeah." And she was like, and he was like, "Okay." And like, kind of in there, I'm like, "What kind of in the Oedipus complex?" She breastfed this little boy too long. That's that's all it is. You put your titty in his mouth too long. He see a pair of boobs. He think about women. He like women. He like boobs. He like his mama. It's really the cycle of life. It's uh, you just kind of summed up society. <laughs> no, that was funny. Um, you know the kids are starting school now. So like they started school first right, week. How was first school. week? Um, first week for Zoe. Um, I gotta talk to her again, but. The first day went well. Um, Kai said that she's no longer saying I love you before she gets on the bus. And I don't know what that means. I guess this is that's probably something significant in that household. And I imagine, like, you know, it's, it's her. a tell. Yeah, it's a tell yeah. that of the growing up, of the maturing. I've of heard the, just not being happy. Oh, my God. Probably not being happy going on the bus. It's not, it's not fun. That first I don't think that's not. why she's not happy. I don't think it's not a not happiness. I think it's a maturity that she thinks she has to oh, have. Oh, she's like over that. Yeah, she's over the being sweet. She want to be kissed. Maybe she want to be heard. Right? Yeah, she's like you know the whole the hell. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to get on the bus. I don't want anybody seeing me kiss. Perfect my example. Like you, when we went, the Shacklet had a our elementary school had a a skating skating day. I think it was the first Tuesday of every month, and. You didn't want to go with mom because it was embarrassing. Me, two years younger than you, didn't want to go without mom because it was scary. Uh-huh. So it was always yep. like, okay, I'm not going. Lance is getting dropped off yep. and going have fun. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, not not ready for that. But I remember when I made the transition. It wasn't necessarily about being embarrassed, but I can see how 
if you were a fifth grader and your mom is walking you in the champ <laughs> skating rink. <laughs> so embarrassing, mom. But there's the, there's that. When you're saying from my growing peer up. Peer pressure. It's like societal peer, peer pressure, pressure, right? Yeah. Like or just societal pressures in general. Like I you, feel like you assume you have to act a certain way when you get to a certain grade. I, I I understand I understand that part of it, but I do think a par- a part of it in the peer pressure thing is like basically so we all have our own like individual secrets. Like I was talking to Mike Gullick about how he dates and because he dates on the app or whatever. Actually, was it him? I was talking to somebody who's done about dating on apps and they were saying that they get a chance to really reinvent themselves every time they're on it because like they really only have to be like a version of themselves that they can keep up with for two to three weeks with, with that new person, right? It's terrible, yeah. Like, it's just because it's all you, you... The way he explained it, and I, I remember the person, it wasn't Mike, so I'm just want to clarify, and I'm not going to put this yeah. person's name out there, no, but he said, you. he said, you meet the first, you meet, you meet in the first date, figure out if they look like their picture or weird or not, cool, drinks, da-da-da, break up, not break up, but like, you know, separate, that next time you meet up, you smashing, and you whatever you're eating or doing whatever thing before the smashing, but the smashing has happened. And then you meet up again to smash again to make sure you know you liked it or disliked it, and then you usually don't see that person again. So like, there's like a a, a month's worth of being a person that you have to be when when creating people. So I say all that to say when you're getting in middle school and stuff, people start calling out your own secrets to you. And it's very intrusive and like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, what's that shoes you got on? Who bought them for you? Like, you, you, like all of that is like a, it's a rush. It's like a lot all at once. It's like, mm. oh, like, so you start trying to hide pieces of you because you don't even want to have the conversation. It's not that I'm embarrassed of my parents, but I don't want to talk about their car. I don't want to talk about them dropping me off or who's dropping me off or who's picking me up. Like. These kids around get the ammo. Mm-hmm. Knowing things about these people is just ammo, and they just turn it on them. Yeah. And um, I want to say two things. That one, um, your dating app story, there's a study that just came out that said that um, 82 or dating is down because of raised standards for relationships. So, like they said, like Ooh. 80%. Or like 60, whatever the fuck. They said a percentage, a high percentage of men on dating apps um, are not finding love or systemic and are like lonely. Um, and it's like, duh. Like, that's what, like relationship standards have risen. So it's like, motherfuckers got to do more. You got you to gotta, you gotta be more creative, bro. Like, it's, it, don't, it don't work like it. The old ways don't work no more. And the second one I wanted to say was that like, Cause you went into that and you talked about how um, like the secrets get uncovered, secrets get uncovered, and everything else, um, right? Because no other part of your life will you be in a building every day with all these people. Now you want to say a work environment, but even a work environment, you're really only in contact with like four to five people on a regular, regular basis, and you're not even going to consider them friends at a, at a work environment. Well, no, but I mean, if you're school, in the building, if you're in a building, that's different, though, because you have to be in that building every day to do the work. So it's not even about those individual people. Like, 
there's another article recently talking about in New York talking about how people are people miss interactions with people that they have interactions with on a daily basis, just foot traffic wise, mm-hmm. but like know nothing about them. Yeah. Like yeah. those type yeah. of little yeah. interactions yeah. are gone. Yeah. Which I think are part of like the school thing. Like think about that. Like I think it probably is connected. The little girl next door, Rowan, she's just starting kindergarten. We're talking to her grandmother and she said Man, every day R. R. she picks Baxter. R. P. Baxter. That's his name? No. No. That's daddy's neighbor. Yes. Okay. About about maybe seven years ago, but yes. Uh shout out to Baxter. You're talking about Daryl. Daryl. R. P. Daryl, man. Who passed. Yes. That's that's Brandon's Roman's grand, grand grandfather. Uh we've been trying to help any way we possibly can. The show's been really good with Dana and out of nowhere. And you know, Daryl's young happened you know, death all the way around. That's what's tough. Like our main neighbor that we messed with died and you know, we're trying to help the his his wife out as much as possible and it's just you change your name and all types of crazy stuff. Why, and then we going back to the conversation about friends. Why y'all helping them out? They ain't got family? Huh? Why why are y'all helping them out? Like they ain't got family? Or y'all they? The family next door that got his home the Daryl's family. It's just his wife. It's just his wife? Yeah. For everything? What do you mean, do you mean for everything? What does that mean? There's four cars over there right now. One's Daryl's. That's not 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 gonna. That only gets moved because that's terrible. Can't re- say that gonna move. Move. Yeah, yeah, and then her car, and then the son come. Uh, Daryl Junior comes over. I mean, he found his dad dead, and he's been. He used to be mm-hmm. over here every day. He's over here. And since we're putting my neighbor's business on the street, he comes. He's over here once a week now, max. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and right after he passed, it was like two weeks that went yeah, by without. So. Up. We were trying to check in with them because, like, okay. she doesn't even have her son around because he doesn't want to be in the house his dad died in. Man. I mean, she said he's really messed up. Like, the mom was – we're trying to help because she has no one. She has no one. And, like, you know, we, like, we're trying to – you know, I can't imagine how bad it is. She, we talked to her yesterday – or today, and we said, how, how are you doing? She said, well, I think I, I cried so hard that I gave myself a sinus infection. So, I'm dealing with the sinus infection now, but I'm – I'm not crying anymore, so that's that's helpful. It's like I can't imagine. It's terrible. But anyways, we're going back to school. Rowan, the little daughter, said she says she picks her up from, from daycare, and all she keeps saying is, "Granny, it's just so long. It's so long in there. It's so long." And like for a kindergartner, right. like you're like Lance right, yeah, is in no, kindergarten right terrible. now. Like he probably is like not used to like. Okay, why am I still at this place <laughs> that I never agreed to be with and be at in the first place? Right, right, right. right. But you got to be there. So go there and stay there. So I have, okay, Zoe's Zoe's uh, experiencing. That Lance is experiencing what? Kingston experiencing what? No, Kingston ain't in kindergarten. He's still in his program. I mean, everyone's kind of getting into a new groove. Nope. Cora and Kingston are in the same groove. Lance and Zoe are both on some new stuff. New shit, new shit. With the same behavior, though. So, um, uh, so Lance is getting in trouble again. It is, it's, it's a constant thing. But the beauty of it is that you can't suspend a kindergartner. And when I tell you, like, Saving first grace. of all, that makes sense. They made this law, like, recently. And when I say recently, maybe in the last three decades, like, the last 30 years. But because of inequity, like, before Ooh. then, a whole bunch of elementary school kids, like, the prison of 
the school to prison pipeline. You yeah. feel me? Instead of it starting middle school, late middle school, early high school, it started in elementary school. Wow, accelerating before man. this before this hum this little thing even had I'm ten sure, years. I'm on sure the anyone planet. listening to this can think about one to two kids in elementary school that they was unfortunately profiling and think, yeah, they're probably gonna end up probably did. Because of well, having, having crime as their profession. No, I mean, I, I probably did. Probably did because everybody saw them that way. Everybody took their lashing out um, as a uh, criminal problem when it was just uh, behavioral or, like, assimilating problem. Like, I feel like that's all growing up is, is assimilating into yes. systems, into programs, into society. It's, it's all about how are you going to mesh yourself into this program that everybody else is following. Well, you said that's what, that's what, what is specifically? It's called assimilation. Said, but I'm, Lance, I don't need help with assimilation. You were saying growing up was like that? Yeah, growing up. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a part of that too, because I always said that being being in relationships are important mm. because you need to know what things are different from your upbringing mm -hmm. or like the way your household was ran mm -hmm. because otherwise you don't know you just get called out on shit yeah i remember with you and you and quillen i was putting i was getting dressed in front of my brothers this i had been 11 years old and at the point in time i must have put deodorant on in a wild way because I, the Lance and Quillen saw me putting deodorant on, started dying, laughing, screaming, chastising me like only your brothers would. And like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, I'm putting deodorant. I was like, you're not even putting it in the pit. You're just circling the, you're just circling your freaking arm with deodorant. Like it's not how it works. And I've put deodorant on different ever since that day. And it's just like that's just what it is. That's he, what he was making a bullseye under his arm. And we were like, you're you're missing the most important part of <laughs> your arm, like the reason why you put the other on. It's like a ring he was doing. That was wild. Now I think about it. It's crazy I remember that. It's, how's it crazy you remember it? Because I remember. I'm just I'm telling you. You remember because it was ridicule aimed towards you. Not ridicule, but I remember because it, like, it was a learning moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just a, it's a learning moment. Like, like in that moment, I never did that thing like that again. That's what I'm saying. Like relationships are important, and like you, like you got to know that, like, hey, like, hey, that's, I'm pretty sure that's that's uh, not to criticize. It's a unique thing that you. It's a unique way you get that done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and you, it's kind of important to 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 know that. I yeah. guess in my opinion. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It's like you know the. Jawan Spillman's of the world who was sucking his thumb in high school. It's like somebody should have curved that a long time ago. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Oh, but see, again, when we're talking about conformity or we're talking about assimilation, like, is it a bad thing that my son doesn't want to do? you right, because, like, we are taught to assimilate, and then when we get older, you get, like, cool for going against the grain. You know, you get, like, points I for, like, you. not being – part of the system man and well, just, you know. I, I, I I hear you saying we get taught to something like which is true, but I feel like the a I've always seen it as we get taught to like survive yeah. in our specific places. Like I was just at the barbershop like I said and somebody an old man was out there he's like niggas tripping. I ain't never been jacked in Louisville. Not in my city. I know what to look at. Like I know my and I was like that was like actually like that that is probably like something to kind of brag and boast about. It's like 
Like, no, like I, I'm never in that. I don't put myself in that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think you learn while growing up, you learn certain tricks of the trade. Like, okay, no, if I'm doing this, then I'm putting myself in danger. I'm, I'm making myself bait to get like, so I think it is about kind of, you just learn how to survive. Like, and I think that is assimilating in a way of like, this is your environment. Assimilating to living. Like, so funny. Like Louisville is so fucking funny. Like Michelle, Cut her finger uh-huh. on some glass while she was like cleaning today, uh-huh. and she went to Walgreens to the pharmacy and was getting some got some hydro hydrogen hydro hydro peroxide. What is it? Hydrogen peroxide. Thank you. Hydrogen peroxide. I couldn't get it. I was looking at it. Brown bottle. I couldn't say it. Uh-huh. Hydrogen peroxide. She walks up to the the person by uh-huh. the desk and she's like. He's like, she was like, I just bought all this stuff because I cut my finger on some glass yeah. earlier. Do I soak it in hydrogen peroxide or do I just like pour it over it? Right. And he said, is it a stab wound? And she was like, no, <laughs> it was not. And like she said, she came home befuddled like, like this is the first time I've been asked was <laughs> an injury a stab wound? Like she's like. Like what is what are they thinking? No, it's like, not what they're thinking. It's what they've experienced. That's well, a traumatic. What she was saying, she was saying she's like, I probably bought like two big galls or stuff yeah, for, oh the, for the cut. God. Like, like they're looking at like, like okay, she clearly she said I didn't put my makeup on my hair. Like I ran after bedtime. She's like maybe I had some like panic yeah. energy. Like I was yeah. about to go heal. Yeah. No, like, no, no. Like she's like she thought she's like he thought I was capping when I said I cut my finger. Yeah. Something out there with the big ass galls and mm-hmm. and uh, adhesive tape and no, shit. No, it's there's a lot of um, drug addicts around here. So like Ooh, it true. wouldn't be out the ordinary for your her to come in and actually have been stabbed. That's what I'm saying. Like they. That's probably not the first time somebody has come up and asked about putting a stab wound in hydrogen just peroxide. Like, she was thinking, but, she's like, but I for just the record, the for glass. the record, Michelle, what the fuck? Just pour it on it real quick and let it bubble up. That's it's just one. Who soaks? Don't soak it. Soaking it is like she didn't know. That's crazy. She didn't know. She that's didn't crazy. know about the pouring thing. I was like, I was like, this didn't happen to you growing up. Talking about the, what you know, I was like, I was, I kept the bottle, that brown bottle, yeah. cutting through scrapes and bruises. Bubble, and bubble, bubble. That's what I told her. I said, bubble. I said, most well, interesting thing in the world. It hurt less than up. alcohol. I said, till it bubbles up, and then and then then it's clean. Right, maybe wipe that motherfucker off in. and put put your bandaid on. Yeah, yeah. keep great, it going about your business. Great invention. I, you you, I mean, for a stab wound, hydrogen peroxide wouldn't work. Well, that's what I was thinking. I thought I thought of reason when she said it. I was like, he's probably telling you. He probably wants to make sure it's a stab wound, so you know not to soak a stab wound in hydrogen peroxide. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, like maybe, maybe that ain't gonna help. He's like, you need to go to the ER. You're right, 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 right. right. <laughs> oh my god! I tell you, I watch Oral Star faithfully, and oh, it's crazy. Well, no, 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 no. I watch World Star faithfully, and the people that die on that thing, right, is very insane. Like. If, I, if anyone on this podcast had a dollar for every time you brought up somebody dying on World Star, but the stabbings be so bad, it's like um, in Arizona, uh, a clerk gets robbed, and one of the robbers tries to uh, jump over the counter, in which the attendant then takes a knife and starts stabbing him repeatedly, and the guy is saying, "That was in New York." I thought. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, I'm dead. No, it no, was maybe New Jersey. I thought this was like New Jersey, I thought maybe. when he he had, it was about he was like defending his girlfriend. No, 
This is a different. This one? is no. This is this, this is a different. Okay. One. So this is uh, this is Arizona or like Las Vegas. I think it's outside of Las Vegas. Funny enough, um, but yeah, man, Stadman. And the, the the kid was like, you know, oh, 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 I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Like that's what the robber was saying as this dude was like stabbed him. He didn't die. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like that's probably exactly the feeling. Like after you start getting stabbed. And you can't, you like can't do nothing about know, it. Man. It's like uh, how much? Like, how many shoot times me, did please? How many please times did Paul me. Pierce get stabbed, and and still play that next in a NBA season? Man, like please, he didn't miss training camp. Please, please shoot me. But man. that's what I think. I Take think me out, stabbing. Bro. I think stabbing. It definitely depends on the the hardware. That's why no no weapon formed against me. How many times? I'm trying to figure out how many times. Y'all telling me y'all ain't popping up. Y'all talking about how many rings Paul Pierce got. Y'all know I'm asking about the stabbing. I'm doing seek and destroy typing right now. No, go ahead. But Paul Pierce. 11 times. He has 11. He don't got no 11 rings. He got stabbed. No, I'm saying he got stabbed 11 times. Oh, he got stabbed 11 times. Paul Pierce did? Yeah. In the face and neck and chest area. Could you imagine 50 cents? Like the people who shot Fifty Cent, learning he didn't die. I think that was, bro. Was I actually want to talk about. It. There's a Vlad TV article. I was talking mm-hmm. about the, you know, the Supreme Team uh, uh, documentary on Showtime. No. Yes. Supreme Dream. Yes. Yes. yes right. Yes. So that's all in New York, right? Okay. And one of the main guys they were talking about, uh, Tony Ayo, was getting interviewed about him because he was in Queens. He was like, "There's only five people I know that wasn't afraid of." Supreme, and he named all of them, and 50 was one of them, and he said, and then I saw a comment in the in the YouTube video, it was like, uh, y'all realize that the f- other four people that he named are were assassinated, and 50 got shot nine times, like, Preem don't play, mm. and I was like, ooh, because he, he said basically the instance with Preem where, like, he showed the block that he wasn't scared, like, 50 was on the block selling whatever dude came up, and, like, Shook 50's, like rubbed 50's ha- hair uh-huh. with his hand, like a little young. And he's like, What's up? And he said, 50, young, but did it, did it right back, put his arm around the drug dealer's head and was rubbing his head, like, Nah, I'm, ch- I'm chilling. Like, What's up? And he said, Tony Ayo was like, I saw that. I, we couldn't believe it on the block. We was like, Oh, shit, 50 allegedly, like, 50 about to die out here. Like, any, anyways, that's. Yeah. And then that's how you got shot five. That's how you got shot. We just talked about the times. multiple times to be shot or stabbed. He got, he got shot nine times. It, that was in one. That's why I, I feel like his folklore was kind of changed for me, though, because I thought that was like over time. Like, oh, my gosh, she's been in the street so much. She's gotten shot nine well, different how, times. What made you think that it got over time? The way you think is so. But it happened in one crazy. time. Yeah, I know it happened one time. I knew it happened in one time at the beginning. Really? Yeah. You thought it was over time? Yeah, three here, two there. No, what? <laughs> One there. He thought 50 Cent had a career of getting shot. People, he, uh, he YG damn near got a career of it at this point in time. Yeah. He, since, he's been, since he's been a rapper, he's been hospitalized at least twice for getting getting shot. I guess that's um, something to... Um, it's the, it's the, it's the, it comes with the, the, the territory of rapping. Something to be... Uh, R.P. Nipsey. Praised. I got in here like... I've been writing or collecting like a list of my favorite black phrases. And I was yes. wondering, did you have any to add to it? So like I got 
You got it. You got it? You got it. You got it? Okay, you got it. I, more, really like I feel like it's, it's more regional than than black, but okay. Interesting. And there's there's some I, of that I feel in like general if you say, too. I feel like if I say you got it in California, or if I say you got it in Florida, if I say you got it in New York, if I say you got it in Detroit. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like every time you're saying the different places, mm-hmm. I'm switching which which dialect or which. Hey, cuz, come on off of. Hey, cuz, come West Coast. Hey, cuz, come on off of that uh gold chain. You got it. Hey, boy, you better drop that gold chain right now for our shit. I feel like, like Italians could use it in you New, New Jersey. You got it. Like at a butcher shop, like, like fielding orders. Yeah, like, but they ain't going to say it. They're going to be like, you got it. What's, but, what's but the difference? Black people are like, you got it. Okay. I'm sorry to sh- poo-poo the very first one, but I, I continue. What's the other? What are the other ones? Um, I'm making a list, and it's not a long list. Uh, I is the is the next one. And those are the only two? No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> you, said, you said short list. I was like, oh shit, you only got two. Because <laughs> you got it in the eye. <laughs> what other things do black people say? What What do you got? You got anything else? No, it was only two. Like here's an example. And now it's like getting debated, but when you're listing things, yeah, right, yeah, and you're talking and you're saying uh, this, that, and the third, thank you. Uh-huh. That's a black phrase. Is it? Yes. So white, if I do that with a white person, they go say what? This, that, and the other. Stop. Yes. Now I said this, and I've tested it before with black people in the wild, like. I've told like a group of white people that like, this is the case, and then the first like black person that came in, I was like, "Bro, you get like, come on, let's do this." And I gave it to them, and I was this that and and they didn't get it. And then uh, KJ was there. She's like, "This that and the," and he was like, "Oh, the third. And then I was, "Yes, my nigga, yes, yes, bro." So, anyways, and I found out, and then so I told now that's a part of the Gojo podcast. We end every episode with this that and the third, and it's just like a. Uh, news recap of like three headlines. Okay. Right? And I sing a random this, that, and the third. I can sing a popular song and se- separate the words with this, that, and the third uh-huh. every week or every day. Okay. Since I've introduced it to all these white people that listen to this podcast, every black person that has been on the podcast who has said this, that, and the other every time to the point where like people are tweeting at me laughing and I'm like, <laughs> It's all right now. You said that this is a thing, but all the black people that come on the podcast, I'm like, I'm just like, they're too buttoned up. Everybody's like afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's like trying to like be proper. Yeah. And it's like, is this that in the third? Is this that in the third? Thank you. Maybe it's regional. Maybe that's regional. I guess saying it's a black thing is dangerous in general. It is. Right? It is because like because we're anybody's because we're we're uh, we're the first people to tell tell you that black people like, is not a monolith. monolith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, quick, quick to say that. Quick to say that. Quick to say that. Yeah. So I guess I can't come up with black phrases. But my mom, but my mom said list. she never said it before. She was, bro, was she never said this, that, and the third. I believe. Yeah, it. she said she said some Kentucky like stuff. I mean, it might be. I, I've never heard mom say it. This, that, and the other. I've heard mom say that. Very, very like, like, you like talk it would about be the you third. sleeping here, here, this, that, and the other, but you ain't gonna. Like, I've heard her say this, With that, that, and the other. With that spice on it, yeah, you're completely, right. Completely, completely. You're right. Completely, I've heard her say that. 
So it might just be a it might be a regional thing, like maybe a South versus North thing. Because third is even country in itself. This, this that, and the third. Yeah, but that's where a lot of nomenclature comes from, black people. Because it, it, it was is. like the, it the, is. It is. <laughs> what, the what Great the, Migration. Yeah, the Great Migration yeah. of the place. The first like, and yeah, the second. We all one. had the same it stuff. Was two of them, but that, at some point in time in black people's history, this this was I'll say this as an anecdote about it. Uh-huh. When I got to Notre Dame and all those black people from everywhere around the country, uh-huh. and we all found out that all of our mothers said that when we said we wanted something like McDonald's, they all sell, told us, "Do you got McDonald's money?" Right. Universal. The fact that all of them, regardless, California, mm-hmm. Louisville, New Jersey. Socioeconomic status, damn near too. But that response, mm-hmm. it feels like it was it was from the roots. Mm-hmm. Not to be quite literal with what we're talking about. Fries is trash. Usually White Castle fries after their purchase are trash. Like right after say. you buy them? Usually. I mean, I don't doubt that because these are very chalky. Um, as we come to a close for this episode, episode 53 of the Particle Sons podcast, episode two of season two, if you're following along, um, I want to say thank you all so much for uh, tuning in. Um, I'm sorry about the infrequency, but as you heard at the um, very beginning of the show, um, I'm doing a little too much. A little too much. You're doing a little bit too much? Yes. I'm doing a quite, 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 quite. Why do you say that? Because I am. I, I mean, like, um, like, like short term, I got like two paneled, um, panels I'm being on. So I got one panel with the Kentucky Derby Museum on black pioneer, um, or black pioneers in racing and black heritage in racing and like, um, getting interviewed and then I'm acting as a moderator for a panel discussion with two black um, horse owners, all right? So like, and their stories are pretty cool. I've been like watching both of their interviews and like taking yeah, notes dope. and stuff like that. And their their stories are interesting. They put them together, it's a syndicate. They have a syndicate of- What is that? Like a group, syndicates are groups. Okay. So it's a group of black folk that and they like put their money together and buy horses and train oh, them shit. and split the winnings and all that stuff, you know Damn. what I mean? Um, and they, they also have a foundation where they're pushing for black and brown, black, they say minority, but they mean black um, people to be in the horse industry because the horse industry is a multi billion dollar industry. And he said, There's you know, we are rarely represented, so um, it should be a cool panel discussion, especially. I'm gonna bring up. Um, the horse, there's a horse, BLM, the name of the horse is BLM, Black Lives Matter, and it's been doing really well um, in a lot of different races. And they took the folk that own it, or there's a black-owned horse, um, took it to a veterinarian, healthy, to get like a simple procedure done, came back, it was castrated and dead. You know what I'm saying? So like, no. I... You don't know what I'm saying? The horse? The horse? No, I, I know what you, I heard what you said, but I don't know what you're saying. What are you saying? Um, like, there's still a racism or still, uh, well, I, oh, that's what I was saying. Like, I'm about to interview them, and I would really like to find out their thoughts on that, their thoughts on, like, yes, you're trying to put for, push for more 
black veterinarians to move into the horse racing field, but are you accounting for all the racism that exists within horse rating, racing itself? You know what I mean? Anyway. For the veterinarians? No, for black people in general. You said for, they're for trying the, to get black veterinarians into the horse field. Yes. What does that have okay. to do with anything? I said they I, have a foundation and not well just you black, said try, I'm trying not to just black veterinarians, but it's like a lot of it's, 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 it's whatever position. It's like all the different positions and needs for horse racing. There could be black people in these positions. Um, right. Yes. Reaping the benefits from the multi-billion dollar industry. So they have a foundation for that. So that's next Thursday um, that we'll be doing that for the Kentucky Derby Museum. And then the Speed Art Museum is next Friday. And I'm also on the panel. Um, so the Breonna Taylor picture of her in the blue dress that was featured in like Times Magazine. And um, it's the, the artist is a prominent black um, artist in New York but it was on display at the Speed Museum. So they're having, and see, that's another thing. Like, this is how I know I'm doing too much because I don't be knowing all the details for stuff. I just be saying yes to shit. And, but this is a panel discussion. I think it's going to be well. The panelists are informed and knowledgeable and it's going to be good. Then I'm also doing the Nat Geo Wayfinding Project, excuse me, the Nat Geo 2892 Wayfinding Project that um, brings together 30 teachers from different schools within JCPS and inspired by the 2892 project that we did originally, the teachers have their own projects where they're going to create their story maps and have routes for people to follow and learn more about resources for their children um, and their students that they can access quickly. And I am one of three wayfinders who will be a part of this project. And that's a whole lot in itself. And then I also got the KMAC Poetry Slams. Those are monthly. I'll be doing an after school program at Elevate um, for eight or nine weeks. Um, Do you want people to come out to these things? No, not necessarily. Just telling you what's on my plate. Because I don't think it'd be kind of weird if a kid showed up. It would be weirder if an adult showed up. But if a kid showed up to the after school program, be like, hey, I heard Mr. Lance was doing some poetry in his. Oh, this is connected to your song, I'm Doing Too Much. Doing just a little too much. But isn't this all just like, like, jobs? Yeah. This is you just get money for these things, right? Yes, being paid handsomely, but it's a lot of work, and also, I haven't had a break, and also, I don't work like that. Like, I need a break so that I can sit down with all my contracts and plan out exactly to the T what we're going to do that day. Here's the lesson plan. Like, I need, like, a week to sit down and just plan all that stuff out and not have nothing else but planning to do. But since I haven't had that time, it just feels like I'm coming, I'm, like, putting out the fire when it starts on each project instead of 
focusing on two or three and just kind of really putting them up work. I got like eight going at the same time. And yeah, sometimes I think much. sometimes I think that when stuff like just naturally gears up like that, mm -hmm. that it's a bear, no black bear, no, it's building your stamina mm -hmm. for the blessing that's supposed to, that's on the way. Like you can't, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like if this is a lot, then you must be getting prepared for no, something it's not that's even, even but that's, that's like that's even more time consuming but even more that fills your cup even more i feel that inspiration that. but at the same time this is a build-up of a year and a half almost two years of just not getting a break you know what i mean the jobs opportunities no um in general bro like when i say a break i mean nobody like i don't have to worry about nobody but myself break that's what i'm saying like I don't have to pick nobody up from school. I ain't got to drop nobody off nowhere. I ain't got to, like, be at this or be at that, like, sit down and alone time is what I'm talking about. I felt like I had a lot of alone time back when I was younger. I just had, like, alone time. And time you didn't have like, kids. No, I get it. And just because you have kids, Brandon, doesn't mean you should not or no longer have your own alone time at some point. I just don't think, I don't think that the thing you're talking about, like not being able to have to account for anyone else is, I don't think that's a reality once you have kids, right? Hell no, if they got a babysitter for <clears> a week, <throat> you ain't gotta worry about the kids for a week. I'm not saying I have a babysitter or like, I can, I mean, I can't get no babysitter for a week, but like, if there's baby, you know, if there's somebody that will care for them for a week, why can't you have your alone time? I don't know. I just, I that seems I'm, that's new. That's the first time I heard this. is interesting. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how it's feasible or like how I don't see what it. I don't. That doesn't make sense in actual in like practice for me. Like having alone time? No, like once you've, yeah, like you don't. You never get time to yourself ever again, once you have kids. No, it's not that, but like you said, not worry about, <clears throat> like. I mean, when I say not worry about, you, I mean, you always think about your kids and concern for your kids, but I'm saying not worried about, like, like I don't what think, they're going to eat. Like, yeah, I would say, like, I don't understand, like, you're not having, once you have kids, I would imagine you can't not do for them until they can do for themselves, which is, like, way farther down the line. Again, if somebody can do for them while you take your alone time, like, make it happen. If you don't have nobody to get your alone time, then I understand. But, like, you don't have to never be alone again. It's not about you keep going to alone. I'm talking about just accountability of, like, you have to, you're, you're, you're responsible for this person getting X, Y, and Z. And I don't think that stops once you have a child. Mm. But you do think. You should have a break from it, from your children. No, I have no opinion on that part of it. I I don't. Yeah. Like I don't think about no. I I didn't think that was an. I that's what I'm saying. Like you're you're introducing that as an option to me for the first time. So obviously I haven't thought about it being a necessity or not because yeah. it's the first time I'm like understand. Because in my mind, the only time I've had a break from them is when I've had a work trip right. of some sort where and in that's that mind. It is. It's not. It is. You're working. 
But it is. It I'm is. talking about no work and no kids. Trip. Right. Those don't exist. But that's what, as I'm saying, I'm saying that I'm saying how could that exist if you have kids? The same way you go on your work trips. Just do the work trip without the work. But that's the only, I'm saying the only way I would get away from my kids is if I had the work trip. I'm telling you, you could do. So I just started again. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's um. Everybody needs your long time, um, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode fifty three of the Particle Sons podcast. Remember to take some time to yourself, or um, like Brandon says, get to work and. What? Make something of yourself? I just realized that your Brandon has on a white shirt. It's like stained. It's a Lakers shirt, so it's stained with like what looks like spray paint, I guess, like um, purple and yellow. Some would say stained. Other people would say tie-dyed. Tie-dyed involves way more color. This is a white shirt with patches of paint.